Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 308. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's actually really sunny and a little bit warmer than it's been. It rained this morning and now the sun is lighting up the sky. It's Friday, friends. (laughs) Friday. Not just that here in the U.S. It's Friday, the weekend before a holiday weekend next week for Thanksgiving where lots of people, hopefully, are off work and spending some time at home or with family and friends and so there's a a sense of anticipation and that pre-holiday festive feeling (laughs) that is arriving along with the sun moving into Sagittarius and a new moon next week and there's just a lot a lot going on Venus is doing something pretty exciting Um, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was but it's pretty good I watched a Kaipacha video a little while ago and he just had some excellent wisdom. Um, So I'll put that link in the description for today's episode if you want uh, some more specific and accurate uh, astrological guidance (laughs) what I can bring you. (laughs) What I thought we would tune into is this topic of relationships that he spent quite a bit of time exploring on the video. He tunes in, and if you don't know Kaipacha, he tunes in and uh, describes what he can sense or feel is happening and how it relates to the movement of all the planets and everything that is happening astrologically. But he brings it down to this really funny, personal, realistic to understand (laughs) kind of way that is just the best. He's just the best. Anyway, so the link will be there if you want to watch it. What he was describing today, and I have seen it playing out in my own life and around me, so it feels relevant to bring it up and to add to what he says. He was talking about how, and he had some great examples, how we're in this shifting phase of time now with the way astrology is holding energy for us to come into greater balance within our relationships and he focused a lot on the primary spouse level relationship but I really feel like it applies to almost any relationship that we are in you know that with our children or with our parents or with our neighbors or with members of our community with our clients with um, co-workers you know there are there are lots and lots of relationships that many of us are balancing or I don't know if we're balancing, that many of us are engaging in every single day on multiple levels, some directly in person, some over the phone, some via technology, some just energetically, not even actually communicating through any physical form, but like totally tapped in. We have all of these 
ways that we are connected to other soul humans and if we if we allowed ourselves to see just how interconnected we are and how many webs there are weaving around us i think it would be mind-blowing but because we don't typically examine it from that level we just sort of navigate day by day this is a general statement we navigate day by day and we just sort of deal with whichever relationship is most present in front of us in the moment. And then we, by default or by choice, start to spend more time with certain relationships than others. And that's where we do some of our biggest learning. Some of those are with our partners, like I was describing, some are children. I've said many times my children who are grown up now are my greatest teachers. Like they have. <laughs> they have grown me up <laughs> in so many different ways. But what Kaipacha was describing is how the energies right now are aligning to really propel or compel some major shifts in our primary relationships, a rebalancing of some form. I'll give you a couple of his examples in case you don't watch the video because they were really powerful ones. He said the example would be like um, a football player who wants to join a professional team, but he's been doing steroids. Well, he would need to get himself course corrected in order to be able to join that team. And so the relationship, he has to do this work to be able to get ready to be in that uh, bigger field. Um, he used a lot of descriptions talking about empaths and narcissists because those, in my opinion, those are very contrasting energies. And so it's easy to show how those polar opposites are um, interdependent and codependent. But he was describing, you know, perhaps a narcissist would need to, in this energy right now, would be forced to become more aware of how self-absorbed they are, of how their needs are overriding the needs of the other one in the relationship. And likewise, how an empath who is in relationship with a narcissist would need to find a way to step up and to speak truth and to ask for what he or she needs and you know, make an adjustment in the energy between the two people. So, why do I bring this up right now? <laughs> Don't you love when I ask that question? Because it's relevant. <laughs> because it's happening. <laughs> I think that's the way my mind kind of gives me a moment to catch my breath. Why am I asking this question? I'll tell you why. <laughs> because it's a real thing <laughs> that is happening <laughs> for so many people. And when we name it, we don't feel like we're so crazy. When we can see how it's playing out collectively or in other relationships around us then when we look at our own lives we're like oh it's just that that's all it is we're all just rebalancing we're all just coming into a different vibrational frequency we're we're all just like figuring out a little bit more than we did before and so in that figuring out things start you know getting moved around and bumped up and down and and sometimes we speak our truth in the relationships very kindly and calmly and sometimes we're like ah! <laughs> it's just this hot mess that becomes like even bigger <laughs> oh that's so funny i just <laughs> i just thought of an example 
All right, I'll share this with you because it came forward. <laughs> I was schooled by my daughter the other night. <laughs> oh, this is a funny one. <laughs> so my, I have this wall calendar. I feel examples are helpful, so I'm going to share this with you. I have this wall calendar in our kitchen where I write everything down. I'm the only one who uses it. Nobody ever writes on it, hardly. But I try to get everything up visually so I can see where everyone's going to be and what's coming up and you know, just be able to manage all the movement in our family. And so the November one was full, but I wanted to see December also, so I put it right underneath. So the whole door is a calendar. <laughs> and the December one was still somewhat empty, and so my husband and I were putting some of our holiday dates up on the calendar. My children were, my grown-up children, my son and my daughter is what I need to say. My son and my daughter were out with their dad for a while. And so when they came home, I'd already been spending some time in front of the calendar. And I was getting a little grumpy. <laughs> because there's never enough time. <laughs> it's a real problem for me. There's never enough time. <laughs> and so I was just kind of moping in the kitchen looking at the door calendar. And my my grown-up children are so intuitive. Like, talk about a narcissist and an empath. In that moment, I was clearly narcissistic. So they come in the door, so happy. They had a great time. And I'm like, rah. And we just started talking. Wow, that's not quite true. They were really just tired and wanting to chill after being out for a while. And I wanted to talk because I had a lot to say. And so I was trying to force them to make some choices about the calendar and put some things on the calendar. <laughs> and they had enough. So they said, they, my son says, I, I'm going to head downstairs and watch a movie, which basically is code for I am getting out of your space because you're a hot mess. <laughs> and my daughter was there and he's like, Callie, you want to come down? <laughs> and me and all of my cranky mama wisdom <laughs> was like, don't I get invited? <laughs> oh, so funny when I look back on it. But in the moment, it was a real feeling. I was like, don't I get to come watch the movie with you? <laughs> and my son kind of looked at me. And I was like, when are you going to love me? <laughs> my daughter is so awesome. <laughs> she just turns to me and she says, stop projecting your bad mood at your son. <laughs> oh, my God. It was priceless, but in the moment, like, I was mad. I was so mad, so I turned my back on both of them, went back to my calendar, and very wisely, they went downstairs to watch a movie. Oh, so hysterical. So later that night, it was all fine, and I had moved through my grumpiness. My son and I were sitting at the kitchen counter at 9, 9.30, eating some food and chatting and life is back to normal. Great. But in that moment, sometimes I surprise myself with what I share here. Oh God, I am, I'm a very complex human. Uh, anyway, so we are talking about rebalancing relationships. Perhaps this is a good example. I hope it serves you. <laughs> if nothing else, it was good for me to clear it and laugh about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when, when we are in our shit and projecting out, it is not an attractive energy. And it is not 
fun for the other person in the relationship. And the more we can become aware of that, right? I, <laughs> it took me a little longer that day. Most of the time, I can pick up fairly quickly when I'm being a brat and remove myself and <laughs> go clear some energy or talk about it and clear some energy. But I can usually shift pretty quickly. And I feel like we're being invited to really look at that within ourselves right now. And that's what Kaipacha was sharing so eloquently and beautifully. You know, he said it's, I love that he said this, he was talking about himself and his wife. And he said, we do a lot of work as a couple on our own relationship. And he said, if you don't have challenges in your relationship, you are not pushing each other to grow. You're not expanding. Your relationship is dying. It's not alive. And he said, so relationships are teaching us how to evolve and how to become more. And I truly believe that. It's not always easy when we're in it. And, and especially if the one we want to be in relationship with isn't wanting us back, right? That's like my son in that moment. I mean, it really felt like he doesn't love me, which is crazy. But sometimes that's what's actually being experienced. The person that we are wanting to be connected to is not able or interested at that moment to connect back. And so it's, it's an opportunity for us to look at ourselves, to turn our energy inward and to go, what is it in me that I need to heal or um, explore within myself, right? How do I focus on my own evolution and growth? just like I had to do with my son. What do I need to clear so that I can show up because he's in the same mood he was before he got home and when he went and watched the movie. and <laughs> Nothing had changed for him. It was me and all my work that I had to do. And it changed the experience of time that I had with him and connection. And then there's my daughter who just <laughs> zings me with her one-liners <laughs> that are like so good. Uh, I called them in. I am one smart mama because they are pretty remarkable. Yeah, so all of that to say, there's a lot of um, momentum and power that we can access to really step into clearer alignment with ourselves and then a, a greater balance, a rebalancing within our relationships. Or, you know, we don't, and it just becomes harder and harder, and the heaviness, you know, kind of sinks us lower and lower. So I invite you to really watch Kaipacha's video if you haven't tuned into him before. He's just fun. He's just fun and wise and straight shooter, and I really respect that about him. So, you know, explore what he is offering and sharing about this time right now. And maybe this weekend you take a little time to be present in your relationship and to communicate differently, just like I'm learning constantly <laughs> to do. <laughs> you know, explore it for yourself. And yeah, let's all just keep expanding, right? We are um, gathering for a new moon circle here tonight in my home and it's the last one of the year it's also the biggest one we've had and the people who are coming are just so cool so cool and my heart is just happy and full when I host a circle 
it's always about connection and communication and keeping your heart open as much as you can and sharing from that space. And so it's in total alignment with everything that Kaipacho is describing. So we will be doing that here. I invite you to do that also in your world. And then I'll see you back here on Monday. Have a beautiful weekend, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.